Hey, welcome to the inaugural episode of the Casket Minds podcast. This is the brainchild of one of my best friends in the world and eyes uh, that kind of just happened in the spur of the moment. Uh, we've been in a video game chat for the better part of half a decade now, which is kind of wild to think about because uh, we've talked about doing a podcast for so long that it feels surreal to kind of actually do it. And it kind of happened in the spur of the moment. We were, we were talking about the E3 season this weekend. And Drew and I got really excited because, I mean, E3 is Christmas for gamers. And yeah, that's that's just kind of how this happened. We were dominating the conversation in our uh, in our games chat. And yeah, Drew was just hit me up and was like, hey, we should do this. Um, I know how to do it. So why not just do it? And we were like, yeah, let's do it. Um, since this is the first episode, we thought that maybe, hey, we give you a little bit about ourselves. Um, so, hey, my name is Mitchell Shuffield. I am one of the hosts of the Casket Minds podcast. Um, I would like to say that I am a um, agnostic gamer, so to speak. I play on everything, uh, but mainly PlayStation, I would have to guess. And it's kind of funny because Drew's the opposite. He's my, he's my X-Bot. Uh, so... Yeah, so I wanted to start off by giving a little bit of like a gaming history, so to speak, if that's okay. Uh, so I got gaming from my parents. In the 80s, my parents grew up in the arcades, uh, playing Donkey Kong, you know, all the good arcade stuff. Uh, and then when, when, the, when the consoles came home, uh, my earliest memory is playing uh, the SNES Mighty Morphin Power Rangers beat-em-up. That, along with Donkey Kong Country. Those games are so reminiscent of my childhood that they've kind of just been burned as my one of my earliest memories. Uh, so I want to kick it to Drew, uh, the co-host of this podcast, and hear what his earliest memory of gaming is. All right. So first off, I just got to say, great games to start with, honestly. I freaking love that Power Rangers game. And then also, obviously, like Donkey Kong Country slaps. It's one of the all-time Classic. greats. Um but yeah, so I want to say I was probably like three, four, five. I don't know. I was super young when I first played games. Uh, and the very first game I played, at least the earliest memory that I have, was the original Cubert on PC. It was oh, on wow. like, it was on like, I can't remember which uh, operating system it was, but it was like the really classic stuff, right? Um, so that was one of my earliest gaming memories. And then the first console that I had was uh, the SNES. Um, yes. And I had quite a few games on it. I just don't remember all off the top of my head. Um, but I do remember there was this one game that I played. Um, and gosh, now the name of the game is going to escape me. Uh, it's a classic Activision game. Um, Oh, what is it called? Uh, it's Call of like, Duty. Yes, Call of Duty was on the <laughs> SNES, if you didn't know. Um, oh, gosh, let me find this game real quick. It is, okay, go ahead. let's see, Activision jungle game on the SNES. It was, it was set in the jungle. It was like a, oh, Pitfall. That's what it is. Pitfall. Oh, okay. So it wasn't the original Pitfall. There's like obviously the classic arcade game. But there was one that they made for the SNES, and it was like an evolution of it. Um, I don't know if it was like a remake or a sequel, um, but it was like a side-scrolling adventure game. 
uh you had a whip and everything it was like you were indiana jones basically it was super dope um and whenever i like i don't know it was a few years ago i went and like tried to find the game because i couldn't remember what it was called for the life of me um and i saw it doesn't have like the best reviews but that's okay because as a kid i thought it was the coolest shit ever um so yeah those were some of my earliest gaming memories um yeah dude so the snes was your first console as well then yeah okay yeah because i remember i remember christmas morning when the when we got our nintendo 64 uh i don't remember the first game that we got for it i just remember opening that box and my brother and i's face lit up because we were like oh my god because i believe that it was after the launch of the 64 so my cousins they were always well, they were a little bit more privileged, so they got like all like the GameCube games and stuff, and so we would go over to their house on weekends and we'd play like Smash and Kart, and then uh, of course Halo. That's that's a staple of my childhood as well. Uh, but yeah, it's it's cool that we both share the SNES as our first console. All right, so with that out of the way, uh, that's a little bit about us. And as as you continue to listen, you'll find out uh, more about us, but more about the show. So. Our, our format currently is we're, we're aiming to do a weekly show um, with it being E3 season, quote unquote, uh, since that's kind of dead now. But it feels more like E3 than it has in previous years. And the reason for that is because of Sony and PlayStation. PlayStation has been kind of vacant when it comes to summer showcases and showcases in general. We haven't gotten a showcase since July 2021. If I'm not mistaken, it could have been fall actually. Now I don't remember. <laughs> Anyways, it, it's it's been a, it's been since 2021 since we got a proper showcase from uh, PlayStation, and PlayStation's almost almost the cause of the death of E3. When they pulled out of E3, that was kind of like it wasn't the final nail in the coffin of E3, but it was it was the start of the slow decay that eventually covid killed would you say that yeah no I, I definitely agree with that and i think that while we're just a little side tangent i don't think e3 should come back i like the way that we have it now because i don't think yeah. it will ever capture that magic again because i think playstation outgrew e3 and they don't need e3 anymore versus e3 needing you know the big guys nintendo sony xbox exactly so that's what we're going to be here talking about today. We're talking about Sony and the PlayStation Showcase of 2023 that's happening tomorrow. As of the time of this recording, we are T minus 22 hours from the first showcase in almost two years. So that is the topic of the show today. So this is how the shows are going to go. We're normally going to have a topic of the show where Drew and I are going to bring something to talk about for, you know, for the meat, the conversation, uh, after which a lengthy conversation and you know just some chit chatter we're gonna break down some of the most interesting and biggest news stories in gaming we've got a few this week we've got over half of baker's dozen you know what i mean so uh yeah and then we're just gonna close out the show with some little chit chat about what we've been playing and whatnot but without further ado let's get into the playstation showcase but before we hop into the PlayStation Showcase from this year, I want to quickly jog the memory of what happened at the 2021 Showcase. So I pulled this up from IGN. So 
This is a quick recap of the PlayStation Showcase from 2021. Everything announced in the showcase. All right, so, so what headlined that show was God of War Ragnarok. And at that show is when we first saw the first glimpse of gameplay. Because if you remember correctly, over the, I think it was actually the um, the PS5 showcase in 2020, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because it came out like a couple months after the COVID outbreak. So 2020 is when we got the Ragnarok name. You know, it had been leaked, but you know, uh, those things happen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Ragnarok was shown there. As well as a as the teaser for Venom in Spider Man Two. Now that's going to come back around in just a few minutes when we talk about the 2023 showcase because, well, Spider Man's going to be there. Um, as far as like third party stuff, we have Knights of the Old Republic remake that was announced here, uh, and since then that's pretty much a game that is in development hell so to speak uh as far as i know um that game is not currently being made is that right uh so actually i think the most recent word which i'm pretty sure came from jason jason schreier um okay. i believe it actually is in development still but it's an entire or almost an entirely new team or something like that or they, they transitioned to like a different dev team so oh, something wow. okay. yeah something crazy like that um but since then there hasn't really been like any word on it as far as i know um which is a real shame because kotar is like one of my top tier like rpg games um which i may be a little biased because i'm a huge star wars fan um but it's it's one of the goats and I was so freaking excited to see that announcement for the remake. Um, yeah, see, I didn't play. I didn't play Knights of the Old Republic back in the day, so I was really excited when they announced this because uh, his name is Revan, right? Yeah, Revan. Okay, so I always loved it because he's the one with the red and the purple saber, correct? Yes. Yeah, so I would always see that. Like, I don't remember where I would see it. Probably magazines back in the day, probably Game Informers and whatnot uh, of pictures of him. And I'm a villain man when it comes to Star Wars and most things, actually. I just, I find villains more fascinating than the heroes. And Revan always piqued my interest, but I didn't know what he was from. For some reason, I just never knew either Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, I played, oh man, what is the one with Starkiller in it? Oh, Force Unleashed. Yeah, I played that expecting him to be in that. The first one? Yeah. And he's not in that, correct? Yeah, correct. Yeah, so I played through that, and I was like, where is he? And I got mad, but whatever. <laughs> it, that is what it is. So back to PlayStation. Uh, so announced in 2021 was Project E. That is now called Stellar Blade. Do you think that we're going to see that tomorrow? Project Eve? Is that the... Um, was that the Japanese studio game? Yes, I believe so. It's, it's, it's called oh, Stellar okay. Blade. Oh, okay, yeah, now. I just looked it up. Yeah, um... Yes, I actually do think that's going to be there tomorrow. I agree. Um, so moving on to the next game, back to first party, though. Marvel's Wolverine announced for PS5 developed by Insomniac Games. Now, that teaser trailer was utterly fantastic. Yes. The, 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 from the, the 
the bar door opening, going to that hand, I knew exactly what was fixing to happen. Mm-hmm. I knew it was going to happen, and I still got chills. It's so good. We're going to get into this and more because we have a loaded show to talk about when it comes to PlayStation. Now, Drew and I are going to play a, a little bit of a game. We're going we're gonna to try and we're going to be a little competitive here. We're going to bring a couple picks to the table that we think is going to be at this showcase tomorrow to get you and ourselves hyped up for this. Uh, so we're going to do five picks that we think are absolutely going to be there, no matter what. Uh, but to make those spicy, we're going we're gonna to throw a little caveat in there. So, for instance, we know that Spider-Man 2 is going to be there tomorrow, right? So we're going to say, does, do we see gameplay? Is it a CGI trailer? Do we get a release date? The, you know, that, that, the, in that vein. So, with that said, Drew, what would your first pick be? All right, so uh, my first pick that I think will absolutely be there, um, Firewalk Studios. Uh, they Ooh. were founded in 2018, and then in 2021 at the PlayStation Showcase, they announced their partnership with Sony. Uh, and then this year, they were uh, acquired fully uh, by PlayStation. Um, yep. They are uh, a studio uh, built from legendary uh, developers who, who worked on Destiny, Call of Duty, Apex Legends, Mass Effect, and Halo. Um, mm-hmm. And they've been working on this game for presumably years now. Um, right. I, I believe, I, I could be incorrect, but I believe their game is one of the multiplayer live service games that uh sony is trying to push out um which which would make sense i mean they worked on destiny call of duty apex stuff like that um which all of those are live service multiplayer kind of games um so i think that you know it's been long enough for them to have something to show in my opinion um and with them being such a uh like even though they're a newer studio, uh, with the talent that they have behind them, I feel like that would be a really cool uh, developer to appear in the showcase, and I think it's very possible that they will be there. Yeah, I agree with you. I think I think that uh, they will be there in some capacity. So, uh, and I do I do believe you're right. I think they are doing a multiplayer centric something, but I can't I I don't remember if there's any details on that. Do you know? I I don't think so. Um be wrong though okay so so what what do you think this game could be what do you want it to be um so honestly what i really want to see from playstation in general uh but specifically coming from this developer Mm -hmm. i want to see like a quote-unquote halo killer like i want to see like a competitive multiplayer shooter maybe even have a campaign in there like a co-op or something right um but Mm -hmm. i think that where playstation is lacking is multiplayer games and that's not to say that they don't have any that's not to say that there aren't any coming because there's a lot that are on the way um absolutely and i think with with xbox kind of being in a lull right now like uh it 
it would be a really good time for PlayStation to step in and drop like a new FPS title, um, which it, it, I'm assuming will be a sci-fi uh, game just based on all the information that we have on like the type of devs that they've been picking up. Um, so I think that that is it's like really, really possible for that to happen. Um, and, and that's personally what I would want to see from them. Just a, a really fluid, um, like polished first person shooter game. Um, is, uh, when was the last, fall, uh, not Fallout, uh, Killzone game? They haven't had like a first, like Sony hasn't had a first person shooter by a, a, a first party studio since the PS4, like since the launch yeah. of the PS4, right? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was gonna say. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think, I think it's time. I, I think it's happening tomorrow. You know, that's honestly, you made great points there, um, and you especially at the end there. So we are approaching almost a decade since the last Kill Zone. Yep. Yeah, Shadowfall was a um, the last kill, the last kill zone uh, made by Guerrilla Games, who now does um, the Horizon series, was was their was their baby during the PS3 and in the early PS4 days. Uh, Killzone Shadowfall released November fifteenth, twenty thirteen. That is makes it a uh, it was a launch game for the PS4. So we're a generation and a half ahead and almost a decade since the last kill zone. I think that Gorilla is big enough to bring that back. Uh that's not one of my predictions, but that would be rad. Uh I think that you hit the nail on the head in terms of now would be the great time for Sony to drop that FPS because Xbox are kind of in the lull uh in terms of well just a lull in general. Uh Redfall looked to be good. Unfortunately, it fell short of the mark as we found out very quickly. Uh, first mission Halo, we or like first yeah first mission we played it it crashed on us basically. Yeah, so just for a, little, a little tangent on that was that Drew and I along with our friend Jay uh, booted up Redfall because we were just morbidly curious. I mean, it, it was getting poor reviews, so we were like, it can't be that bad, right? It's yeah. worse than they say. I promise you. Uh, we had, we went 30 minutes into the game, and the game thought that we were further along than we were, and we could not con we could not continue the game. It would not let us play the game. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> so yeah, P multiplayer is what Sony needs right now. They have the single player, you know, archetype down. Now down they need the multiplayer. A hundred percent, and I think that we're gonna get even more tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I agree. But. I want to piggyback off of what you just said. So I've been thinking about this ever since they announced the showcase itself. Uh, I think that it's an absolute lock that we're seeing factions or whatever the Last of Us multiplayer game truly is tomorrow. Absolutely. Um, now, the thing that I'm most, maybe not concerned with, but the thing that's been weighing on my mind is that... There's, I have two trains of thought. Just stick with me here. Okay. So my, my ideal scenario for how PlayStation opens tomorrow would be with Spider-Man 2. We know Spider-Man's being there. That's, that's their marquee title that's coming. It's shipping this fall. According to um, the voice actor for Venom, they're going to start ramping up soon for a September release date. Yep. Uh, but 
I would love for them to open it to show that they're both confident in the rest of their showcase, that they have so much more to show and tell us about from from this year and years on. And it gets Spider-Man out of the way. So we spend five to seven minutes on Spider-Man, right? And then we, you know, we continue with the showcase. But as much as I want that, I think that we're going to open with a trailer that goes straight from the CG trailer, you know, or maybe not even, maybe not even CG. Maybe it's just a, 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 a trailer or a cutscene, rather. My apologies. A cutscene into gameplay of The Last of Us multiplayer. Maybe it's maybe it's feet running on the ground. You know, it's going into it's going into the you know a, a quarantine zone, and there and there's fights, right? Yeah. And then we we finally realize what it is when we see that giant firefly symbol. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. Yeah. I want to open with The Last of Us multiplayer. I want it. I don't think I, I don't think it's close enough for a release date, but I hope they kind of say winter because that gives like a December to February 2024 release. Yeah, and I think that would be perfect for The Last of Us. I agree. And also. From what we're hearing of it, it like sounds like it's going to be a very ambitious game and it's kind of grown into like a full on game experience. Like, right. It's not. It's not just like a side multiplayer mode like the first game. Right. I like honestly think it's going to be like a full on like open world kind of uh game. Uh, like just just from like the concept art that they've shown and everything, mm-hmm. it looks like it might be like just full on open world running around fighting clickers and zombies and uh other players. And like I think that would be sick. Uh, like especially because um i have a soft spot for the division games and they're not Mm. perfect but they're they're pretty fun and the aesthetic and environment of them like just that post-apocalyptic feel and you feel like super lonely and like just these empty streets that are like overgrown with like grass and everything that kind of feel in an open world multiplayer game is just like roaming around with your friends there's there's nothing quite like it um and that's like really what i want to see from the factions game you know i never really i've not really thought about it other than see when when they when they talk about it i guess my brain is just so used to factions from the last of us one that like i haven't envisioned it being something else but they they keep saying that it grew beyond their ambition for the last of us part two and yeah. that they said that tweet in 2019 that was four years ago Crazy. so what what does this game look like i think that you might be right i think it might be a lot more ambitious than i'm even suspecting yeah. uh and i think that a division style game with the polish and trust of naughty dog storytelling Mm-hmm. I think that we could be in something for something special. For sure. Absolutely. All right. So what is your second lock? So my second lock, um, I think that we're going to see something from Ben's studio. Ooh. Um, their last game, Days Gone, came out in 2019. Yep. Um, so they've been, and after that game released, they've been working on a new IP um since then um like right after it released as far as i know um Mm -hmm. so yeah it's been since 2019 
since they came out with that game. Um, and they were, I, I think it was like last year, maybe the year before. Um, I can't remember my timeline right off the top of my head, but uh, there was job listings for um, like multiplayer and uh, live service uh, kind of roles um, mm -hmm. from Ben Studio. So again, I think, I, I really think this showcase is going to be heavy on multiplayer stuff. Um, and so I think Ben Studio is going to reveal their next title in some capacity, whether that's just a trailer with like a release window or a little gameplay demo, um, whatever it may be. I mean, it's been, uh, what, like four years now. So they've been mm -hmm. cooking for a long while. I think that they'll have something to show. Um, and I think it's going to be another multiplayer centric game. Uh, maybe also with a single player as well, or like some sort of campaign. Um, I don't really have any predictions on what type of game that they're making, uh, because all they've said is it's just a completely new IP. Um, so I don't really have any speculations in terms of that, but I, I do definitely think they're going to show something tomorrow. Do you think that game is closer than you than we than we think it is? Yeah, I think it could be closer. Um, maybe early next year like spring sometime um because like i said it's been four years or maybe a little over that um so i think that that's another uh studio that's got something coming out like fairly soon within the next year i'd say yeah see i'm with you on that i i, I understand where you're coming from uh with days gone not getting a sequel um they did get a PC port. I'm not sure how much Ben was actually in on that versus uh, a second or third party studio porting that over. Um, but yeah, you're, it's been four years since we saw Days Gone released. Yeah. So if if they're there, I think it's time to show what they've been working on. And I think that Ooh. we could even get a 2024 release date. I agree. Um, I actually just read something uh it's actually known apparently that they're working on an open world game okay so yeah that's that's interesting that, that was just a little side fact that i wanted to drop okay yeah i i appreciate that thank you for doing that um i'm gonna go with oh, i don't know if i should go with it for a lock though you think i should do it do it dude all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna have to rethink a long shot then. All right, so I'm gonna lock it in. You ready? Yes, sir. Here we go. All right. PlayStation has acquired Konami. Dang. <laughs> Konami isn't necessarily in the business of making games anymore. They're more of the publishing. Um. If there ever were to be another Metal Gear Solid, I think that they would have to lease that game out to talent that they don't have. So they're gonna they're gonna have to give it to someone big. And I mean, it's Metal Gear, right? It's one of the most beloved franchises of all time. Uh, but th I'm, this is a multi-layered thing. Just stick with me here. Oh. I'm gonna lock it in because I I feel extremely confident about it because I think that Sony has been quiet for so long. Um, and I don't know if it's official or not, but I've heard it spread throughout the industry at large multiple times of it 
of this first two and a half years being the phase one of the PlayStation 5. And if that's true, with us not having a showcase in almost a year and a half to two years, I think Sony is going to come out of the gates tomorrow swinging. Um, yeah. The previous showcases that they've done since the PS5 started have been 45 minutes-ish. Some, some have been a little bit lower for the state of plays, but for the showcases, it's been 45 minutes. Um, and in those, I mean, they've shown Wolverine. They've shown Miles, they've shown uh, Demon Souls, they've showed um, Ragnarok, if I haven't already said that. I don't think I have, but boom, shakalaka. Uh, we have an hour, a little over an hour of gaming news tomorrow. And while they said that there's going to be PSVR 2 stuff, uh, I don't think there's going to be more than five to ten minutes of that. So I think we're really going to get, like, swooned off our feet with video games tomorrow yeah and absolutely now i want to go back to my prediction i think that they've acquired konami they have the exclusivity deal with silent hill 2 the remake right uh it is it is heavily rumored for years that there was a playstation exclusive remake of the original metal gear, metal gear solid via blue point games now, that rumor has been twisted and turned so much that now the almost unknown secret, for lack of a better phrasing, uh, is that Metal Gear Solid 3 has been remade and that it is coming tomorrow in terms of announcing. Not It's not releasing tomorrow, but... Dude, it's, could it's, you imagine? <laughs> shadow, shadow dropping drop. it, bro. <laughs> I, I think the world would, like implode honestly it would, it would ignite yes so i think that they they bought konami this is all in one pick by the way so i'll lose the points if if not all of it is okay. right so they they've they've acquired konami they've they've got a studio and i don't think it's blue point but some studio associated either with sony via second party or maybe even first party has remade Metal Gear Solid 3. It'll be coming this fall, maybe October, November-ish. And right before we get the announcement of Metal Gear Solid 3, Hideo Kojima comes on screen. He gives us our blessing and says that we are legally allowed to play Metal Gear Solid 3. <laughs> Oh man, I, I honestly, I, I could actually like see that happening, like meme aside. <laughs> so the long shot for me originally, because for a reminder for the audience, we were going to do five picks, a, a long shot, which we didn't think was going to happen, but it could, right? That we wanted to happen. That was originally my pick, but I really wanted to swing for the fences because every second that we tick closer to the showcase the more I think PlayStation is just going to be bold. Uh, I think that they once again see the Xbox is kind of bleeding a little bit, and they're just going to go for the neck again, like they did in, what, 2013 with the con with console wars, yeah. uh, when they did the little, the, the how do you tra play your games with your friends, and they handed it to see the guy, and they shook his hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But that would be extraordinary. Especially if it got kept under the wraps. It's it's a long shot, but 
I, I, I don't know. Every, I, I, so I think that the Metal Gear 3 is real. I think that Kojima will be there with Death Stranding 2, right? So I think that him announcing, you know, him, like, giving his blessing to them, you know, remaking it without him. And then I just think, I, I don't know. I think Sony just really wants to backfire for that Activision stuff because they've been very adamant against it. And it wouldn't surprise me to be like, well, if that's going to go through, why don't we just go get Konami? Yeah. So, I, so that's my that's my pick number two. So, I I think ready, it's a yeah. I think it's definitely realistic. I I can I can get behind that honestly. And that would be super hype, right? Yeah. I don't think the hype would just stop there though. I, I'm gonna save my my. Uh, long shot for the end but i I'm think gonna, i'm gonna have to go back and go back and i'm gonna have to find something to top that because i don't know if that could be top that might actually be like the lat like the oh one more thing and then it's metal gear solid you know what i mean i think i think it could be topped and i think then they might end with something else okay but yeah, I'll, I'll, you want to hear it now i want to hear it let's do it all right i'm gonna say it I know people will probably think this is crazy. I am 110% convinced GTA 6 is getting a full-on reveal this year. There at was Sony? at Sony. I think at Sony, yes. Uh, and the oh, reason why wow. I say that, okay, so, well, first off, they don't need to. Rockstar doesn't need Sony to showcase their game, right. but. I think it would just make sense. It, like, if it's not happening there, I think it'll happen at Summer Game Fest, right? But okay. I think it would, if it were to happen by one of the different uh, consoles, it would absolutely be PlayStation. Um, they've Rockstar has done deals with PlayStation like in the past. Like, I remember Red Dead Redemption Two. Um, you got like early access to all the new multiplayer updates on PlayStation. They had yep. exclusive content for PlayStation. Um, mm -hmm. And then even as recent as the uh, GTA V uh, next gen, um, it, uh, they, they had like exclusive content for PlayStation on that. Um, I think you also got early access on PlayStation for that. Um, so I, I'm assuming there's, they still have a deal with with sony like that would just make sense um yeah and i think like it might be a little bit of a far reach uh but i think that would be an insane way to, to end the show um even if it's just a simple trailer like in-game footage but like no like mm -hmm. proper gameplay demo and just the release window or even a full-on release date um because this game has been in the works for a super long time We've yep. had an incredible amount of leaks come out in the past few years. And even as recent as like two years ago, the huge gameplay leak that dropped. Um, it, that was it, this year, I think, right? This year? I think so. No. I mean, there's been some this year, but yeah, it was like a year or two ago. Um, it, it's been a long while since that footage has been uh, floating around. Um, but like, it looks like it's pretty like, like, are into development like it, it looks fairly finished for the most part um and then even uh just a few days ago uh the voice actor slash uh performance actor for uh one of the main protagonists uh 
he was he took a picture and posted it on uh Instagram of him wearing um the main character's outfit like like oh, wow. uh with the ocean uh view in the distance which uh the location that he was at is where they're basing the location on in the game I guess um so I mean they they they're already kind of like teasing it a little bit so I, I really think that an announcement is imminent um and what better way to do it than at the PlayStation showcase way before all of the other games start revealing their stuff. So if you remember correctly, so I, I looked it up in our chat because we talked about it extensively when it came out. Um, the, the huge gameplay leak where like it was legitimate gameplay, like not every asset and stuff was loaded. Yeah. That was September 18th of last year. Okay. Yeah. So That's how recent it was. Yeah. Um, and I mean that was a that was a massive leak. Like it it legitimately confirmed that GTA Six was real, even though we knew that it was because GTA Five is the best selling or one of the best selling games of all time. Yeah. Um, unbelievable stuff there. I could actually believe and see that happening. I could see them being like, "Hey, one more thing," and then we just roll through the streets of Vice City, dude. Again, the hype would be unreal, and I think that. Sony's in a position to absolutely stomp Xbox with their showcase this year. They, if they got GTA Six, there's there's nothing Xbox could do to top that. Exactly. There's nothing PlayStation could do to top that. They like yeah. as exciting as Spider Man is. Like if you have a teaser for GTA Six, you're owning every like outlet's headlines for days and weeks to come. <laughs> for a year, honestly, or more. Just they like delay aside, their games all the time. Right. Like, aside from the leaks, like, we don't have a proper, like, GTA 6 is Vice City, except for, like, the leaks, but which we know it's happening. It's just, like, not Rockstar saying, hey, this GTA 6 that, you know, we're going to pretend like it doesn't exist, it's in Vice City, your favorite place. Yeah. So that would be absolutely incredible. Um, so switching gears to my third pick. So it's not really gears, but gears in my head, and that's enough for me. Dude, uh, uh that's an Xbox franchise, okay? What is Gears? Did I just... Oh my god, this <laughs> Sorry, sorry, the Xbox in me uh yeah. came out a little bit. I mean, it happens, it happens. I forgive. Um You know what? I'm gonna swing for the fences again, because I think that just hear me out, alright? Just hear me out. Alright. We've been getting so much content about Final Fantasy 16, right? I mean, we got like that 30-minute gameplay demo. We're getting all like a bunch of industry guys got to go and uh, play four to six hours of the game, right? It's yeah. a month away. Sony isn't interested in what's a month away. You know that that's that game's already sold itself. Uh, yeah, sure. There's, there's another little game by the name of Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth. Ooh. The last time this game was shown, it was told us, told to us rather, that it was going to be a winter release date. Now, just bear with me. Winter starts in December and it ends in February, or maybe it doesn't in February. I don't know what seasons are. Um, regardless, that game is right around the corner. Where would we see Final Fantasy VII Rebirth? 
at the PlayStation Showcase because Xbox still doesn't have Final Fantasy VII Remake. We don't know if that's even going to happen. Yeah. So if if the if it's going to be anywhere this year, if it's still coming this year, if we're going to get any marketing this year, Sony is going to want to own that, you know, that stage, that headline. I think it's going to happen here, and I think that we're going to get gameplay. Um, I don't know how much. I would say about two to three minute trailer of straight gameplay. Like, maybe not like straight, like you're walking around a town, which though, you might. You, ne- you never know. I won't, I won't spoil Final Fantasy VII Remake, but um, there's characters that could be walking around together for interesting dialogue. That's all I'll say. Okay. Um, but I do think that we'll get gameplay, and I think that we might get a I don't think it's out of the realm to get a month. I don't think that February 2024 is out of out of the realm of possibility. I don't think it's yeah. going to come this year, though I did pick it for our fantasy draft. Um, yeah. I'm hoping it comes in December, but realistically, probably February if it's coming in, in the winter time frame. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm trying to convince myself that it's happening. Um, and I think that it will because I don't think that seven overshadows sixteen because I think that both of those games sell very different things. Um sixteen's pretty much already sold itself. It's out in less than a month now. I think it was a month from yesterday. Um and yeah, I think that if this game is coming within the next twelve months, maybe even ten to nine months playstation is the place to do it i don't think summer game fest necessarily is the place to do it if it's a playstation exclusive at first uh mm-hmm. it's obviously not gonna come to xbox without remake being there uh but i guess they could announce remake and then rebirth shown but that's a lot i feel okay so i i, I i'm gonna lock it in i think that we're gonna see final fantasy rebirth gameplay and if we don't get a if we don't get a month with I want well I want to say with the year but if it's in December 2023 it sounds silly. So if we don't get like a January or February 2024, I think it got delayed a little bit, which is fine, take your time. Um yeah. but I think it's a very real possibility that we see Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth tomorrow. Dang. Dude, if all of this stuff ends up happening like it's going to be the greatest showcase of all time if it happens. Absolutely. Even if half of this happens, like GTA yeah. 6 or Final Fantasy Rebirth, like, are you kidding me? Yeah, man. Holy crap. All right, well, on to my third uh, pick that I'm going to lock in. Um, I think that uh, Haven Studio is going to be there tomorrow. Ooh. Um, so Haven... For those of you who don't know, uh, was um, is a studio that was led and founded by Jade Raymond. Um, if you don't know who she is, uh, she's like a super just prominent figure in game development. Uh, she was the executive producer of the first two Assassin's Creed games. Um, she like helped get them created. Um, She's been like kind of producing and being directors of studios for for years now, um, for decades actually, and like also um, jump starting new studios. So, for example, 
uh, EA Studio Motive. Uh, she was the one who like helped jumpstart that studio. Um, and then in 2021, uh, she founded this new studio called Haven. Um, they haven't uh, released any games yet, uh, but it's been known since last year that they've been working on a uh, PlayStation exclusive multiplayer title, again, multiplayer. Um, and uh, yeah, and last year the uh, Sony acquired Haven. Um, mm -hmm. And I remember whenever they released the blog post about it, uh, they said that they were already making incredible progress on the game um, in such a short amount of time. And just with that kind of like, but with those buzzwords, I'm like, they've got to have something coming out soon, in my opinion. Like, it, it sounds like that they've made a massive amount of progress, and it's been a few years since they've started working on something already. Um, so again, like, I, I don't think it'll be a game released this year, but I think it'll absolutely get a release window for, like, sometime next year, maybe even, like, summer 2024. See, and I think I think that that's something very exciting about this showcase is that if this is the phase two of PS5, so to speak, um, I think that we're going to see games that are far out. I think that we could see something yeah. as far as 2025. 20, um, For sure. And, I mean, we have so many studios that we don't know what they're doing or what they've been working on or, um, you know, what what's just to come. Like... That we've gotten the sequels of the PS5 out of the way. We've gotten the Horizon sequel. We've gotten the God of War sequel. We're getting Spider-Man in less than six months. I mean, it's impeccable what Sony has done and what the the excitement that we have. Um, I know that we're kind of shooting for the fences with some of these picks, but realistically, I mean, even their smaller studios releasing things like Ben, that's a great shout. Haven is a great shout. Yeah. Um, you know, we talked about Stellar Stellar Blade earlier. That's a that's another great shout. Um, in terms of, you know, sm somewhat smaller games, um, compared to like you know the heavy hitters of PlayStation. Um, and from there, I want to I want to I want to calm down my picks a little bit. So for this fourth pick, I'm going to go somewhere that I think is very very exciting, but I want to see how the water is for you. So okay. with my pick, I'm going to say that we see Rise of Ronin again. If, you're, if you don't remember what Rise of Ronin is, or if the audience doesn't know, that is a Teen Ninja game, uh, a samurai game. I can't remember what era it's from. Um, maybe I can look into that in a second, but it's from Teen Ninja, uh, the people who did Neo and... Uh, Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, well, yeah, and uh, Wolong Dynasty, the one that just came out this year. So, very exciting stuff. Um, if you're into Ghost of Tsushima, it is it's not a spiritual success by any means. I mean, it's just a samurai game, so but it's Team Ninja, so it has that difficulty aspect, you know, that that beautiful, smooth gameplay that you would ever want. I think that we get gameplay here because if I if I remember correctly. This was at a showcase or a state of play last year, and it was announced for 2024. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised at all if this was a third party. Hey, this is a Sony exclusive for you know spring of 2024. 
yeah i think uh i think you're absolutely uh on the money there i could absolutely see it tomorrow but i'm gonna throw this caveat so if we see if we see the rise of ronin tomorrow right or rise of the ronin rather um if we see that we do not see ghost of tsushima 2 teased or anything okay do you think that that's going to be there uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes, because again, like as we mentioned before, they haven't had a showcase in two years. I think they're yeah. gonna like put all of their bets into this show, and they totally can, right? Like they're yeah. they're they've built such a library of games that we trust and love that. They could just show Sucker Punch's logo followed by Ghost of whatever, or if they just want to call it Ghost of Tsushima 2, I wouldn't do that. But, you know, a more clever title. They could just show the logo, and that's all that we need because we know exactly what we're going to get. We're going to get a quality samurai game from a developer that's nothing but banger after banger with Infamous and then straight into Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, I, I could see it happening. Uh-oh. So for my next pick, I think that we're uh, gonna see what's coming next from Bluepoint. Yes. Um, yes. Please be true. Yes. <laughs> so, those who don't know, uh, they did Shadows of the Colossus remake. Uh, they their most recent game. Uh, it was one of the launch titles for the PS5, right? Demon Souls. Or, like, did it come out shortly after launch? I can't remember. Um, but It was a launch game, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, that's been a few years now. Um, what, since 2020? Um, yep. They were fully acquired uh, by uh, Sony in late 2021. Um, mm -hmm. They've been working on a, a new IP for PlayStation for a few years now. Um I think that uh, I think it's time for them to again show whatever they've got cooking up, um, and I'm like super excited to to see what they're doing like on their own because you know so far they've only like uh, or their most prominent titles have only been like remakes or like assisting with like different things or remasters. Um, yep. So seeing a fully like fledged game. A new IP coming straight from Blue Point. Uh, I think that would be super awesome. Um, and honestly, I don't see it out of the realm of possibility. Like maybe, I, I'm I'm gonna say it now. I think that they could be working on like a licensed game. Like I don't know what property necessarily. Like maybe another Marvel game or like Star Wars or something like that. But we know that like the industry, like a lot of people have said it, the industry is like shifting to where a lot of like the big blockbuster like triple a titles are gonna be licensed games because they make huge money i mean we just saw yep. that with hogwarts legacy earlier this year um yep so i could see like i i could see them working on something like that's a new ip in terms of gaming but like maybe a pre-existing ip from like marvel or star wars or something along those lines agreed i, th I think that um I think they're spot on. I think it's time to see what Bluepoint's been up to because 
they are a tremendous studio. I mean, you, you, you told us that Shadow of the Colossus and Demon Souls, but even before then, I mean, they've been in bed with Sony forever. They just weren't acquired by them until 2021. Yeah. Uh, they, they did Gravity Rush Remastered, the Nathan Drake Collection, um, the port for the Vita for the uh, All-Stars Battle Royale. They did the God of War Collection for PS3, as well as the Metal Gear Solid Collection. Um, and that was the rumor for a very long time, is that Bluepoint was doing the original Metal Gear Solid until Sony was like, no, no, they're doing a new IP, guys. Don't don't bug them. I know you want your Metal Gears, but don't bug them too much. Um, and yeah, for the longest time, I was convinced that they they were the ones doing Metal Gear because, I mean, they had already done the HD collection, you know, so it, it, was, it was in their repertoire for sure. Um, and actually, I think that Bluepoint might come back up and for one of our other, for after our locked picks, because um, I, I have something interesting to say about Bluepoint, but I'll, I'll hold off on that for now. Okay. Um, so I'm trying to decide. Well, I'm on my fifth pick, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I've already swung for the fences, so I kind of need a point, right? You know what I mean? I need to, because let, let's be honest, Rebirth could not be there, and then I'd be caught my pants down, and nobody likes that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mostly everyone else, but... <laughs> uh so i'm gonna go something well i don't i don't know if it's a hundred percent but like i think it could be you know if you know know what for the inaugural episode of our podcast drew for me being a massive sony fan um i think i kind of got to do this you know what i mean okay um so i'm gonna do it and it's not like it's not like Sony hasn't done it to themselves before. And if they're really going all out with a 60-minute showcase, plus, really, um, you know what? Should I do it, Drew? I don't, uh, Go all I don't. in, man. I'm telling you. All right, here we go. Actually, let me fact check something really quick, if you don't mind. Let me okay. let me let me just let me just see what's going on over here. Because if I say this out loud and then I look dumb, you know what I mean? That's gonna sure, look sure. bad on me. And I already look bad enough, so I don't need that on my resume. Um okay, so I'm not seeing it. So I'm just gonna go ahead and ring the dang bell. For my fifth and final locked in pick, I'm gonna select Wolverine. Woo! I yeah, think baby. that I think that Sony can show Wolverine and Spider-Man even though it's by the same studio, not the same teams. They have two different teams. They have an LA-based team and actually a Durham NC team represent. Um, we're from North Carolina if you didn't know, so uh, NC boys for life. But anyways, well, you're not from here, but you live here and you represent it, so we, we allow it. Unlike Jimmy. Um he's just gonna be a character on this podcast that no one knows, and we're just gonna he's just gonna become folklore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Texas man. You've heard of Florida man, but have you heard of Texas man? Texas anyway, Chainsaw Massacre, you know what I'm saying? So when they when they did the last showcase Maybe it wasn't even a showcase. Maybe it was a state of play. I honestly can't remember. It's I guess it's not super important. Sony showed Spider-Man 2, and I think it was the Venom teaser, as, and the Wolverine teaser in the same place. Now listen. 
I think Spider-Man sells itself. White, right? White. <laughs> if I could talk, I'd be a dangerous man, Drewby. Um, So, I think Wolverine would sell himself as well. But, if Spider-Man's coming out September, and this is why I want them to open the show, because if they open the show with that, they could close the show with Wolverine and be like, hey, this is coming in 2024. Like, that's how quick we're getting around this thing. Yeah. Um... And it's honestly possible because of how insanely talented Insomniac Games is. Um, like, they've already put, they've already shipped Ratchet and Clank on PS5. They're fixing to ship Spider-Man. They're already making Wolverine. It's incredible what they do. Um, but I do think that we see gameplay, and I think that it might be similar to the gameplay that we seen with Spider-Man. At one of the E3s for Sony, uh, I can't remember which one. I want to say 2016, maybe. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the one where he flies through the building and like swings? Yes. So like it's it's like the cutscene, but gameplay-ish, like in engine kind of the deal. Yeah. I think we could see that for Wolverine. Maybe even some straight up gameplay, like that bar fight. I think that's not totally out of the realm. Like we can get like, yeah. like a minute trailer of just like him brawling and being like 2024. That would be awesome. And everyone would just be like, "Yeah, we got Spider-Man this fall, Wolverine next year." What? What? I mean, with with how Marvel turns out their content, like their fans understand how quick that they consume this stuff. Yeah, no, I I 100% agree. I I think it'll be highly likely that we'll see it tomorrow. God, I hope so. God, I hope so. Yeah. Give me like a full on mature rated wolverine game i know we've gotten one before but like do it again yeah but not from sony <laughs> yeah seriously so it'll be like unlike anything we've seen before i mean it's gonna be like any anything like we've seen before in general because i mean insomniac's doing it so like yeah. what does an insomniac wolverine game look like because like the combat it'll look in... like awesome though that's what right? it'll look like that, that, that see that's why i'm so excited is because like I think it's going to have a drastically different fighting system than Spider-Man. It almost has to, being from the same studio. For sure. And, Spider-Man, and Spider-Man kind of borrowed from the Arkham style of fighting. So I think, but in Spider-Man, you can get away with it, right? Because you're not really, when you're doing the hand-to-hand combat, you're you're trying to get combos, and then you're also trying to, like, you know, use your spider stuff. Like, you're trying to swing people up and, like, swing, press R1 through the... Yeah. Uh, what are the sewer things called? The sewer caps? Whatever those things are called? Oh, I can't Probably sewer caps? I don't know. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I'm, I want the combat to feel so good. And with that DualSense controller, I really think they can nail it. Yeah. God, I hope we see it tomorrow. Damn. All right. So my last pick. Um, I think that this one... We probably will not see any gameplay footage. I think it's too early for that. Um, okay. Because it's only been two years. Ooh. Returnal. Two. Returnal oh. two. I think it's gonna happen. Housemark Studio. Um, it's been two years since uh or a little over two years since Returnal released. It was a smash hit, um, both critically and it sold pretty well too. Yeah. Sony quickly scooped them up. I think it's the fastest I've ever seen them scoop up like one of the studios. Um, it was only like maybe a few months after Returnal came out, and they're like, 
yep, we're acquiring a house mark. I think that it's a huge possibility um, that we'll get a Returnal 2 announcement slated for 2024. Um, All right. Yeah, like, because think about it this way, like, Returnal, it's a very polished game, It's but it's not a huge game. And I feel like the sequel absolutely will be more ambitious, but I don't think it's going to be, like, this massive game that needs, like, five years to develop, right? Um, 100%. It just doesn't seem that way. So I think 2024 release date, um, I think they'll just say the year. I don't think they'll actually put a release date on it. But I think that's a huge possibility. Um, and then also, like, recently, uh, you know, they came out with uh, the co-op mode in the game. I think that'll be a huge uh, staple point for the sequel. Like, I could absolutely Agreed. see it being a co-op game, like, through and through. That would be awesome. I, I mean, yeah. I, I still haven't played Returnal, but, like, I just know enough about it that I'd really enjoy it. I put about 10 hours into Returnal. I, I didn't get past the first boss because I'm not very good at it. But um, <laughs> I, like the, I like the challenge, and I do. I keep wanting to go back because every time I see gameplay of that game, like whether it's little snippets on Twitter or YouTube, I'm like, man, yeah. that game was really fun. Um, and just you saying that gave me chills. I'm like, because I, I, I do think we see Housemark tomorrow. I don't know if it's Returnal 2, but I kind of hope it is because... Yeah. If you, if you remember when Returnal came out, there was a lot, I mean, a lot of discourse about it because it didn't let you, um, what was it? Was it the save feature or like you couldn't exit out of a run without losing your progress or something like that? Yes. Yeah, I can't remember exactly fun. what it is because for the, for the uninitiated, uh, Returnal is a roguelite, which is like a, um, you get, you get one life. And if you if you if you die, no matter where you are in the game, if you're on the final boss, you go to the very beginning of the game. You lose all your progress, which there's not much progress, but there's there's little things that you can upgrade to help you with each run. But yeah. for the most part, the guns you pick up, the armor, the um, pretty much everything that isn't like lore or permanently boosting you, which is very few and far between for these kind of games. Um, it's 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 tough for the people that, you know, enjoy just like a casual single player experience thinking they're getting that. They're not getting that. Um, since Returnal came out though, I fell in love with Hades, which is also another roguelite. And, uh, I could really see myself going back to Returnal and absolutely adoring it. Um, so let's hope you're right. And a co-op experience with that would be amazing. I, I didn't even know they added a co-op to this one. So, we definitely need to hit that up sometime. Um, for sure, for sure. So that's that's our five picks. That's our five locked-in picks. So I wrote them down, but I somehow missed your fourth one. So I'm going to go through mine, and then you can jog my memory in terms of what you uh, selected. Okay? Was my fourth one Haven? Yes, it was. Thank you okay. very much. All right. So I'll read Drew's first since he's a champ and help me out there. So Drew has locked in for tomorrow that we're seeing a Firewalk Studios game. Probably multiplayer, um, but we'll see. Um, Sony Bend will be there tomorrow. That sounds incredible. Once again, that is um, Days Gone's developer. Days Gone is not getting a sequel. Um, the game director of that one, I think it's the game director, had um, 
some very choice things to say on Twitter. Not really. Yeah. That, that didn't come into the decision of Days Gone. It didn't sell well, and it wasn't a critical darling, so it didn't get the love that I think it probably should have, because I think that it is a good game. Um, but it's found its audience post-launch and post-controversies um, and stuff, and that's that's really good for it. So um, here's to hoping Ben's there tomorrow. Uh, the best pick, I think, because I want it to happen so bad. GTA 6 is there tomorrow to close the show. Yeah. That would be phenomenal. Um, and then we go to Haven, who is, that's the Halo devs, correct? Uh, the... Yo, uh, Haven was the uh, Jade Raymond. She was yeah, uh, Thank you. Ubisoft. Um, and then mm-hmm. she also formed EA Motive. That's right. Thank you very much. Yep. Um, Firewalk was the the uh, Halo slash Call of yeah, Duty. Yeah, I got I got those mixed up. I apologize. Um, and then Returnal Two was the fifth pick. Yeah. And I said the Last of Us multiplayer, Metal Gear Solid Three is coming. I don't know who the studio is going to be, but it doesn't matter because Sony has acquired Konami, and we're getting the blessing from Kojima that Metal Gear Solid 3 is legal to play. Now, that's just a joke for anyone who doesn't understand my humor yet. Uh, <laughs> obviously, you can play the game. It's just that Metal Gear Solid is Kojima's baby. So um, a lot of fans won't play that Metal Gear Solid remake if they don't get the blessing of Hideo Kojima, which is understandable because Konami did screw him over. So yeah. Um, I said that Final Fantasy VII Rebirth would be there. And goodness gracious, I hope that's true. Uh, the more I think about it now that I've said it out loud, I don't know how much I love it, but I feel ambitious, and I am going to be ambitious. <laughs> so, rounding out my last two picks, I said that Rise of Ronin and Team Ninja will be there. I think that we get gameplay along with a confirmed Spring 2024 release window. And for my last pick... I picked something that I'm already blanking on. What the heck did I pick? Uh, Wolverine. That's what it was. Wolverine. That's it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Wolverine is going to be shown at some point. I don't think it's going to open or close the show. I don't think it's that ready or hype. Maybe I'm wrong on that. I don't. I feel like Spider-Man's closing it or opening it, and then Last of Us multiplayer's closing it or opening it. I think those are the end caps. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but we'll see, you know? Who are we? We're just two guys who love the video game industry and video games at large, and we want to talk about them. So that's why Casket Minds exists. Um, so do you want to go ahead and do the pick that we think that we want to happen, but we don't think will happen tomorrow? It's realistic, but but that's kind of in our lock, so... If you want to do another lock, I'm okay with that. Okay. But but I might swing for the fences again. Who knows? I'm going to swing for the fences with mine. Oh, I love it. Bring it on. Let's do it. Well, okay. I, I'm, i like, torn between, like, two different ones. Um, but I, I guess I'll just stick with my initial one. Um, I think Santa Monica, Corey Barlog's new IP that he's been working on. Dang uh, it. We we all know it's happening, and it's probably been a few years in development because he was not the creative director for 
God of War Ragnarok. Um, so it's very likely since like about 2019 or so, he's probably been working on this new IP. Um, yep. I think we'll get like a CGI trailer title of the game and like just getting a general like feel of like what it could be and then mm -hmm. 2025 that's hype that is hype yes sir <laughs> i would see i was gonna i was gonna do that for my long shot so for the audience when we proposed this little thing i said a long shot was something that was not happening but we want it to happen uh that was it uh, and I do. I don't actually think it's that far fetched. I think that it's very yeah. possible, and I really hope that it's real, um, both from a sci-fi perspective and that it'll be there tomorrow with a 2025 release date. Get out of here, dude. That would be phenomenal. Um, yeah, I think that. Um, I think that's a very good pick, and I think that if that happens, Sony, Sony is madmen if they do that. Um, Seriously. <laughs> So I'm going to go in one direction with both my long shot and my realistically not happening pick. Okay. Um, I think that something that realistic that could happen that is pretty much, I think, I think it actually might be a lock for tomorrow. I'll be honest. I think that when we see The Last of Us multiplayer, that we get The Last of Us Part 2 director's cut tied to that purchase and, and this is why so the last of us part two came out in june 2020 the last of us tv show just finished airing what two months ago it's time to start pushing that game again right and what better way to do that than to sell a fantastic multiplayer experience that we'll see during the showcase right yep. maybe even maybe even a release window date you know what i mean um, but to throw The Last of Us Part Two in with that and have it have the bells and whistles that the PS5 deserve, right? So, like, it's not going to be, like, a ground-up remake like The Last yeah. of Us Part One was because, let's face it, The Last of Us Part Two was was far more advanced than the, than the PS3 version. Honestly, of the like, it already looks like a next-gen game on last-gen. Right, insane. exactly. So, like, the... The assets are already there. They can just tweak it, and they they've had three years to do that while also doing the multiplayer. I think that with the show ending and them wanting to do more, you know, with the show season two is already confirmed. The Last of Us Part Two has been out for three years. Throwing that game in for free with the multiplayer experience, it's kind of like a backwards ordeal. Normally, it's the multiplayer tacked onto the single player, uh, but yeah. I think that Sony and Naughty Dog can do it, and I think that. I think it. I think it'll happen. Yeah, I. I think. Uh, I definitely think you're onto something there. At least I hope so, right? Because like, yeah. I would love to play The Last of Us two again with like 4K 60. You know what I mean? You know, even they could even announce the uh the Steam port as well. Even though I don't know if that's smart, considering how bad the port is for The Last of Us Part One, but. They, hey, they could do it. It's been three years. You know, it's yeah. it's time for PC to get that game. So that might be it versus the director's cut. But the director's cut's been hot and heavy on Twitter these days. So we'll I, see. I feel like if they were to announce a PC port, it would be along with the director's cut. And they'll just say, like, hey, this yeah. is releasing at a later date. Yep, I agree. Yep. All right. So your long shot. Something that's not happening, but you want it to. 
Um, okay, so my long shot, somehow it seems more likely than Santa Monica's new IP, but I honestly, I, I still feel like my my Santa Monica IP thing, like I feel like I'm onto something there. This yeah, one, this one, I feel like the reason why I say it's a long shot is because we've had so many conflicting like rumors around it. Um, I think that it's not entirely out of the realm of possibility uh, that uh, is it San Diego, like PlayStation San Diego. Um, yeah, so- Sony San Diego. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, they've been rumored for so freaking long that they're working on a new Uncharted. Um, yep, they sure have been. And I definitely think a new Uncharted is on the way. Um, and I would love to see it tomorrow. I just don't know if it's one hundred percent realistic because uh, there's been like so many conflicting rumors, and at the same time, it's like there's been so many rumors, there's been so many leaks that it it seems like it could happen. So, um, yep. And and I mean like, not to mention, uh, whenever Sony did uh. When was it this year or I think it was this year they did a live action trailer for PlayStation and it showed like all of these like different franchises they had and yeah, one of them the Super Bowl. yeah yeah that's right one of them looked like Uncharted uh, but mm-hmm. it was like something that we hadn't seen before and it, yeah. it but everything in that trailer was from an existing uh, franchise or um from games that we knew that were coming out so. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like maybe, maybe it is a lock. Maybe, yeah. I mean, so like, I remember the first swirlings of that was like, "Hey, that's Blue Point's first game. Is that they're they're doing something with something from Uncharted Four that's spoiler territory? And if you haven't played Uncharted Four, shame on you. And I won't spoil it. But yeah. there's something in that game that could justify a spinoff, or not a spinoff, but just like the next, next Uncharted generation. series. You're right. Um, and Blue Point has been rumored. Sony San Diego has been rumored. They are the people that do uh, the show, MLB the show. Um, so it would be it would be nice to see them go off and do something else, you know, because the show's cool and like they can have as as much uh, goodwill as they have. They could probably hire some more people to work for the show while they go off and do new IP. That's kind of Sony's ordeal nowadays is to give new. Or give their old studios new IP. So yeah, and um, and think about it this way too. Like they're one of their like in-house studios, so it's not even like a studio that they acquired. Like it's Sony San Diego, so like yeah, they got to be working on something that that is. I feel like they got to be working on like a pre-existing franchise. Yeah, I mean that would that would be really cool, and I would I would really like to see that. And actually, going with my my long shot. Um, I'm going to stick in the same vein, but I'm not going to go Uncharted. Okay. I'm going to stick with Naughty Dog. And Neil Druckmann is going to announce the next Naughty Dog project, but it is not The Last of Us Part 3. It is a new IP. I don't think it's sci-fi. I think it's fantasy. I think Corey Barlog's game is going to be sci-fi. I think that Naughty Dog's next project is going to be a fantasy game. I agree with that. And that's going to be my long shot. It's not going to happen. 
but imagine if it did. Uh, that would be nuts, man. I mean, whenever I played uh, The Last of Us 2, I remember there was a lot of like Easter eggs of like fantasy artwork, like posters and stuff. Yep. And, I, and I mean, we know gaming. Like, they always tease new IPs in, mm-hmm. in their games with Easter eggs. And so, yeah, like, I definitely think a fantasy game is a possibility for Naughty Dog. Um, and then I remember somewhat recently, I don't have the exact date down on my head, um, I remember that Neil Druckmann was talking about Elden Ring. I think he was talking about mm-hmm. Elden Ring and Dark Souls. And he was saying that he's really fascinated by the way that they do their storytelling because like we all know it like elden ring and dark souls it's not like a standard uh story driven game uh it's no. uh story is there but it's more of like a backdrop it's it's there if you want to engage with it yeah. um and so he he said like that was something that was really interesting and i think he said that's something that that he wanted to try or, or something like that right mm-hmm. um i i feel like that would be really ambitious and something different for naughty dog because with all the uncharted's with the last of us games um and even like as we know factions is gonna have a story to some extent right yeah they are mm-hmm. known for their character driven story games i think it would be really interesting if they diverted from that and still kept their like you know wonderful characters and like just that cinematic experience but like doing it in a fantasy world and like breaking their mold and like trying something new for them with like the story being more along the lines of something like golden ring yeah i i agree yeah um seeing naughty dog break the mold of what they do um even with the last of us part two like it's very yeah. much a naughty dog game but they 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 did something with the last of us part two and i won't spoil it for people who haven't played it yet but you totally should um they make a decision about halfway through that game that at the time when you're when you're playing it you're like why would you do this right yeah. but once you once you play and finish that game you understand why they did it it's they're Naughty Dog is on a whole other level than most studios in yeah. the gaming industry today, and it's just from story impact decisions. And I know that The Last of Us is like regarded as one of, if not the best, um, story-driven games of all time. But I mean, The Last of Us Two took everything The Last of Us One did and upped the ante. And I know that there's a lot of controversy, and uh, say what you will about it, but those games play so good yeah last of us 2's gameplay is butter i mean it's it's just fantastic stuff um so yeah that's that's the wrap on our playstation predictions showcase thoughts and whatnot we will be back next week with the um let's see how we did yeah Yeah, summer game fest yes but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna see what how we fared with the playstation did we overshoot it or did we properly hype it the way that we think we did we we probably overhyped it, uh, probably. but that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so you have to tune back in to see how good we did, how good PlayStation did, and just to see what's up in the gaming sphere. You know, next week is um, our summer game fest predictions. Uh, but until then, we're gonna hit some of the big news points. And I know that's going a little bit long, so we'll 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 just, we won't 
we won't rush through them, but we'll we'll talk adequately enough about them, I think. Sure. So starting with news story number one, uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater remake is not a PlayStation exclusive. This comes from Insider Gaming's Tom Henderson. So it says, he writes, the Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater remake is arguably one of Konami's worst kept secrets, with it being understood that the announcement will be made at PlayStation Showcase as a teaser, not a full gameplay trailer. Um, so what do you, what do you think about this as an as a as a primary Xbox player? Are you does this excite you more than having to pick it up for PlayStation? I mean, I have my dust collector, aka the PS5. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I ha- I had to do it though. <laughs> um, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Uh, I know. I mean, I it's an incredible console, and I I want I want to have an incentive uh to play more games on it. Um, and I mean, we will soon. Final Fantasy yes. sixteen comes out. Um, True. And then Spider Man two coming soon. Spider Man and whatever else Sony's got cooking up, which is probably gonna be hype. Um, yep. But I honestly. I honestly could see it. I could see uh it going uh like third party like all the major consoles even on PC. Yep. Metal Gear is one of the most beloved video game franchises. If not, I feel like the most beloved video game franchise of all time. It may not be like reaching the sales of GTA and stuff like that, but everyone everyone knows what it is. Everyone loves it, right? Um yep. and I think like what better way to celebrate Metal Gear than putting it on all the platforms? I think that would be awesome. Um, you know, we already have the uh like remasters of the original games, uh, excluding Metal Gear One on mm-hmm. or, or sorry, Metal Gear Solid One on the Xbox. I mean it was on the three sixty, but you can still purchase it and uh it has like full sixty FPS now. Uh, thanks to the Series X and everything. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, what better way to celebrate that than putting it on all platforms? I don't think it's unrealistic. Um, I would be super down for that. Um, and, like, to go even further, like, speaking of Metal Gear, if, if that's something they do, I hope they do, like, the whole franchise because, or at least up until 4, because you can't even play. Metal Gear Solid or unless you have a PS3. So like I know that's like me looking at like long term, but those those everyone loves those games and it would be a great time to introduce it to a new generation. We've seen the success of the Resident Evil remakes. I I think that if Konami like jumps on that, uh like even with the controversies of what they did with Hideo Kojima, it would stop sales. Yeah, I agree. Um, according to this article, it is being developed by Virtuos, and I looked them up because I wasn't familiar. So they they've yeah. helped make games like New World, Crossfire, uh, Crossfire X. I, my apologies. Uh, the Callisto Protocol, Horizon Forbidden West, and the Modern Warfare 2019 reboot for uh, Call of Duty. They helped with those. So. Gotcha. They they have shooter experience, you know. They have the they have the the talent for sure to 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 do this. Um, I'm really excited to see if it's there tomorrow, though. Yeah, I feel like if it's not there tomorrow, 
And if it is truly a um, multi-platform game, it'll be at the Summer right. Game Fest. Yeah, that's my thought process too. I think that, I think that if Konami is in bed with um, Sony, which they are for the Silent Hills Two remake, um, yeah. I think that it will be at PlayStation. But if it isn't, I I think it's safe to assume that it'll be at either. Well, actually, it could be on Xbox. To be honest, if it, if it's coming to Xbox, then that would be a huge gift. Xbox for the showcase. exclusive, dude. Oh my gosh! Could you imagine the that Uno card, dude? <laughs> yes, sir. Hit this with a trap card. All right. So moving on to story number two. Final Fantasy 16 is massive and it is playable prior to launch. So this is coming from the PlayStation blog. Um, so I mentioned it earlier when we were talking about the Sony showcase, but the Final Fantasy 16 um is getting a demo and it we don't know exactly when the demo is coming but we are less than a month away now from the release date of final fantasy 16. now there is plenty of rumors out there whether you want to believe them or not that there will be a demo shadow drop tomorrow after the sony showcase um i choose to believe that because i am a man of hype and i want that in my life because this game looks extraordinary um i've listened to a couple uh youtube videos of gameplay and them talking about the game and how um some people are having problems with the with the gameplay and saying that it's not as smooth as they would like it to be but at the same time i'm hearing people saying that the action is so good that you can't put it down and i think that you know i think today they announced that there wasn't going to be a day one patch that they they were very confident in what they had you know what they had built and they had been ready to ship because i believe it's already went gold right uh yeah i think it actually just went gold recently yeah so i mean that's it's getting printed on discs now to get to start shipping out so listen if it has a day one patch great if not i it's final fantasy you know that there's always even if there's a little bug that's fine yeah it's it's a massive game with massive scale um i'm pretty sure the game opens with the titan battle so if your frames drops a little bit it's it's epic and it's worth it you know what i mean yeah. i'm usually a guy that complains about that but it's final fantasy 16 how can you how could you be upset yeah that that's fair and, and also like let's be honest when has bad frame rates ever stopped final fantasy fans from loving final fantasy uh because i mean like square enix like i'll be honest they don't have very polished games for the most part yeah, um, but wrong. they make banger games like yeah through their problems they still have incredible games so i mean listen i mean this one this one's gonna be special with the ps5 exclusive so we obviously we have to cover it here so sure. um it's it's gonna be a great time and after after diablo it's gonna be nice to have a like, single player experience again even though we have tears of the kingdom pl to play and you know uh it's just that game's gonna hit different i think at least for me and it's it's reported that the from the demo that your progress will carry over. I don't see that in the article, but I've seen it so much on Twitter that like maybe someone else had confirmed it um, somewhere else. But if if progress carries over, I think it's a two hour demo of like the first couple hours. Yeah. Um, oh man, I'm really excited because I've seen I've seen a lot of news outlets compare it to like Final Fantasy goes Game of Thrones. And I'm like, yeah, give that to me right now. You know I what I'm saying? I love Game of Thrones. I love Final Fantasy. Give it to me, dude. Dude, that That's means, bro, that means that sex is coming 
confirmed in Final Fantasy. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> what we've always wanted. Final Fantasy yes, fans know what sex is. <laughs> For the first time ever. <laughs> For the first time, they're learning. All right, so we're moving back into uh, the showcase a little bit. So this comes from Insomniac Games' Twitter account. Um, there has been a lot of speculation because... I, for, I think it was Miles Morales' voice actor said something about there might be, like, character progression. Obviously, there was that in Spider-Man 1 uh, and Miles Morales. But there was a mention of co-op because you'll get to play as Miles and Peter in this one. Uh, luckily, Insomniac Games got out in front of this, uh, in front of the showcase as well, and said, nope, it's an epic single-player adventure. This is great. Yeah, um... I'm definitely glad that it's a single player game. Um I think that I mean like obviously like me being a massive Spider-Man fan, like dude, a co-op Spider-Man game would be crazy, but I I'm glad that it's a single player game because I mean the other two were like it just makes sense that it's single player. Um but it almost has me wondering if they like are introducing a new gameplay feature, like maybe uh, like, if you're playing as Miles, maybe Peter Parker comes in as an assist character and, like, fights alongside you. Um, and the way I'm, like, kind of thinking about it is how God of War uh, Ragnarok works with, like, Atreus, or um, maybe even how, as recent uh, as Jedi Survivor, um, which I know you haven't played yet, but, uh... oh, dang. Okay. Um, well, I'm gonna just keep going on without Mitch because I think his internet just went out. So, yeah, like I could see it being like an assist character, kind of like Jedi Survivor, where you command them to do some attacks. They'll attack on their own for you as well. Um, and yeah, so that's what I think is gonna happen with that. Um, okay. So this comes from Tom Ivan over at the Video Games Chronicle. Uh, Ubisoft Star Wars game is reportedly planned for release by March 2024. The open world title is in development at the division studio Ubisoft Massive. Now, Drew, what does this do for you? Well, I already mentioned in the show before that uh, I'm a massive Star Wars fan, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> but, uh, dude, I need more Star Wars games. Like, yep, same. I've said it so many freaking times. Um, Jedi Survivor was fantastic as of right now, and I have not finished Tears of the Kingdom yet. Um, but as of right now, it's my game of the year. And that's me being a little biased because I'm a Star Wars fan. But they perfectly nailed that Metroidvania style gameplay within Star Wars, and they expanded on everything that was great about the first game and just made it even better. Um, and the story is fantastic and beautiful and like one of the few stories uh, in recent history where it actually like made me cry like it's that good in my opinion um, so yeah I need more Star Wars games um, because Star Wars is like so ripe for potential in the gaming sphere I want to see open world games I want to see multiplayer games Give me a Star Wars Battlefront 3, please. Yes, because please. Battlefront 2 was just 
starting to pop off and then ea was like bye um so i want to see just more star wars content in the form of a video game and the rumors of massive's game being an open world game which it probably will be it's ubisoft and it's massive they've made open world games they're yep. coming out with the avatar game that's open world um yep. so yeah i think that would be sick um my only thought is like what era is it going to be set in and what are we going to be playing at like are we going to be just like a scoundrel like during the like galactic civil war um like a rebel fighter or something like that or is it going to let us create our character is it going to be co-op um Ooh. are we going to be able to play as jedi that's that's yes. what i want to find out that's what i want to know those are very good questions and hopefully we don't have to wait too long to find out because i mean ubisoft's forward it's called ubisoft forward so right i think so Okay, so that's coming up soon. I know that I know that's usually after the Xbox showcase, but according to two Kotaku sources, uh, by the end of the company's current financial year, which ends on March thirty first, twenty twenty four, we could be getting this game. Nice. Um, yeah. Also, I just wanted to confirm real quick. Uh, June twelfth is when the Ubisoft forward. Is. It's the same day as the Xbox showcase. Um, is it, or is that the day after? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the same day. Let me let so me think, let me fact check real quick. Yeah, um, fact check that real quick because I think they because Xbox usually does all. Oh, know, okay, no, that. actually Xbox is doing their show. Well, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's conflicting reports. Yeah. Okay, it's saying that the Xbox showcase is on the thirteenth. Um, but it says extended games showcase. So is that like? extended portion of their showcase or is that yeah yeah that's where they do like the little hands-on with everything they show okay so then yeah no then it is on the it is on the 11 you're right yeah because okay. it's always on a sunday and i remember that because sundays used to be the best because it used to be so it used to be xbox at like one yeah. and then you would get like the ea the ubisoft the square enix and then sony would set the night yeah that's right yeah so that's nice to know that it's right after the Xbox one, though, like by a day. Yeah. So, and speaking of Ubisoft, YouTuber posts tons of leaks for Assassin's Creed Mirage. This is coming from Grant Taylor Hill over at Insider Gaming again. Uh, I wasn't super interested in reading all of this, mainly because I don't want that game to be spoiled for me. Um, but we'll post the link in the description of the video so that you can go read it yourself if that's what you want. Um, but it's spoilerish, so do with that as you will. Um, and just the last little news story is a fun little thing. So Drew and I, along with Walker, Texas Ranger, Jimmy, um, have been getting back into Mortal Kombat recently. And with the Mortal Kombat 1 trailer reveal uh, was extraordinary. So, I recently went back, and I just beat Mortal Kombat X yesterday, and I'm looking to play Mortal Kombat 11 before 1 comes out, and I know that, like, it resets the story, and, like, there's gonna have different roles and whatnot, but the good news is, we're getting Mortal Kombat 1 gameplay at the Summer Games Fest, confirmed by himself, Jeff Keighley. What are your thoughts? Um, Yes. That's that's all. Um, dude, I'm so freaking excited for that game. Uh, it's my favorite fighting game franchise. 
And Likewise. I wouldn't say like I'm the most massive fighting game fan, but I've played a lot of them, so I do consider myself a fighting game fan. Um, yeah, and same. I adored Mortal Kombat 11. Mortal Kombat X is really good. Mortal Kombat 9 is still the GOAT. But I think that Mortal Kombat 1, if they play their cards right, they could potentially match or top Mortal Kombat 9. Um, yeah, I think that's possible as well. I think that I think with the reintroduction of the universe and how they're going with Liu Kang uh, being the god of presumably Earth Realm, right? So I mean, it's going to be all new character, or not maybe not all new characters, rather, but um, all new lore, new roles. How the the character dynamics are going to be brand new. I'm very interested to see how this all plays out. Absolutely. And then from a gameplay perspective, I mean, it's 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 the first next-gen fighter. Well, yeah. no, that's not true. I, I, well, well next-gen for Mortal Kombat, but Street Fighter Six comes out that's, in that's true. days, so... It's, it's right. the only next-gen fighter that matters. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes. Uh, Vuk, if you hear this, that was for you. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, so we're going to start to wind down, so I figured... Well, how we'll end the first episode is that we'll just talk about what we've been playing. So, what have you been up to? Um, so I've been playing a little here and there. Um, of Tears of the Kingdom. I haven't played much in the past few days, just kind of I've been busy like getting my summer semester started. Uh, yeah, like my life. Um, but yeah, from what I've played of it so far, I've probably played like ten hours or so. It's fantastic. Believe yes. the hype. Uh, actually, it's better than the hype. Um, yes, somehow it is. <laughs> I have not seen a physics engine as intuitive and insane as it is in Tears of the Kingdom. Like, every single time I'm like, there's no way that I can do this, and I'm able to do it. Or, yep. like, things that I could never even possibly think of, people are making in the game, and... <laughs> posting online like <laughs> like crucifying the Kuroks and or how, is that how you pronounce it uh, i think it's Karoks. Karoks. um i always found Karok seeds crocs bro you know not sandals but crocs oh um, I'll, I'll crucify them by poking holes in them and then wearing them as feet exactly but yeah they've been like crucifying them and like just absolutely like committing war crimes against them which is actually insane <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> the 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 Geneva Geneva con convention needs to step in with uh with Tears of the Kingdom honestly, but yeah, um I, I concur with that yeah so I've been playing that and then uh my my go to multiplayer game right now and it has been like since the beginning of this year pretty much uh is Destiny two um which the new season just dropped today I haven't tried it out yet um right. so I'm really excited about that um. But yeah, that's uh, what I've been up to lately. Alright, so, like I said, I've, I've, I've been playing Mortal Kombat a lot. Uh, beat Mortal Kombat X yesterday, and I've been dibble-dabbling in uh, Tears of the Kingdom as well. I don't think I've played 10 hours yet. I'm probably just shy of that. Probably like 6 to 7. Um, yeah, it's exactly what we hoped it would be, and I worried that it wouldn't be, and I'm just glad to have been proven wrong because I thought that the, the first couple showcases I was like, all right, 
This is Breath of the Wild. What, what, what do we got? And they when they showed the Ultra Hand stuff and the Ascend and all the Sky stuff, I was like, yeah, this is this is a proper sequel. This is how you do it. Nintendo. I mean, I shouldn't have doubted Nintendo. Nintendo, and especially Zelda, they don't they don't ever disappoint or let down. So yeah, that's on me. So I apologize to Nintendo, Mister Nintendo himself, um, Doug Bowser, and Hideo Kojima for no, absolutely no reason. Just apologizing to him. <laughs> um, <laughs> Say a prayer to our Lord and Savior Kojima. That's right. Um, but I'm I'm aiming to get a lot of that done. At least a couple shrine, not shrines, but uh, temples before Diablo 4, because I know that's going to consume me for a little bit, and then you know, right after that is um, is Final Fantasy 16, so it's, I mean, it's going to be a busy summer, but it's going to be a good summer from a gaming perspective. For sure. Alright, so Mitchy Man's internet went out for a second time for some reason. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and close it out. Uh, so next week sometime, stay tuned, we're going to be dropping our um, Summer Games Fest predictions, um, our quick review of uh, the PlayStation Showcase, if we got any of our predictions right, um, and any sort of gaming news uh, within the next week. Um, yeah, this was super fun. Uh, I don't know, Mitch over here had a great time as well. Um, and we're going to try and keep this as regular as it can be, at least for right now. So stay tuned. And we will see you guys next time on the Casket Minds podcast.